Welcome to Invest Like a Girl, the podcast dedicated to supporting women like you to invest time into your mindset, business, and creating your purpose-driven life to reach your financial freedom. You are meant for greatness. Let me be your cheerleader, whether you're starting a passion project or balls deep in investing in your journey of self-development. We have something for every boss bitch. I'm your host, Ella Malene Cook. I am very excited today to be joined by Jazz Bori, a career astrologer, spiritual business coach, and the founder of Star Society, and the host of your very own podcast, Abracadabra. Welcome to Invest Like a Girl. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I... I'm just honored. So thank you so much for having me. No, I am excited to dive in the world of career astrology. When did you first develop your interest in astrology? So for me, it started in hindsight, it started a long, long, long time ago. I was always that mm-hmm. kid who like looked up her horoscope. I remember being in high school and like reading this astrology report and like sharing it with my friend and being like, oh my God, this feels so true for me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I remember I went to the States in like 2017 and like was so enamored with like New Orleans and like which culture there. And like, I brought my first tarot deck there. Like looking back, I'm like, I was that bitch. Um, but it didn't really hit until I want to say like 2018 maybe even like later in 2017, where I started to look at my astrology because I just wanted to understand myself on a deeper level. I was in a place where I felt really lost, particularly in my career. And I knew I wanted to work for myself, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't know what my purpose was. And so I just went and booked a reading and it just was one of the many things that I was doing, like reading business books and personal development books and, um, you know, going to psychics. Like I was just doing everything that I could. And it was actually kind of a funny story. The astrologer that I ended up seeing was my boyfriend at the time's best friend's mom. Turns wow. out she's like this prolific astrologer in the um, astrology community And I had my chart read by her once. I was like, I need more. Booked another session. Same thing happened again. Booked another session. And I just was obsessed. I was like, what is this? Can I learn it? It felt like a language that I really understood. It really resonated with me. I felt like I really saw myself outside of myself for the first time when I had my chart read. And it just was helping me get really self-aware to be quite honest. And it was just so fascinating that I was like, how do I do this? And she was like, well, I don't really offer this to many people, but would you like to apprentice with me? Yes, I would love to do that. I did that for two years. um, And whilst I was doing that, I started reading charts privately just for friends and family and referrals. And then it was in 2019. Yeah. End of 2019 that I actually launched my business publicly um, and started taking on clients online and started to really do the damn thing, as they say. So 
it's kind of, yeah, a bit of a, it kind of fell in my lap. People don't know me who have known me for like 10 years or so. I totally don't know me as like the astrology girl, but um, it's just a, a language that I feel like I really understood and came easy to me. And I just got obsessed and I love mm-hmm. it. And it just has helped and served me so much in my life, particularly in my career. I love that. I think career for me has always been my North Star. So I understand, like, I think it's so cool that you specialize in career because I think we've got growing up, we're always like, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? But I think it's that journey of like discovering more about who you are to then have that segue in. So when you were going to these readings, what was that like to then dive you into career astrology in particular? Yeah, so the career astrology thing is probably something I've moved into, I want to say, over the last six months officially. (laughs) Openly online, people would have seen that in the last six months. But probably over the last 18 months within my business, I was like kind of secretly on the back end doing spiritual business coaching. Um, I was really helping a lot of women with their careers and just found that a lot of people that came to me because I talk a lot and have always talked a lot about purpose and astrology in the context of purpose, people were kind of drawn to me for career. And what I found is that I was more excited for those readings. So when someone would come to me and book a reading about relationships versus a reading about their career and what to do next, or they're fresh out of uni and they don't know what to do, or they have a business and they want to scale and they want to hire somebody or whatever it may be. Those were the conversations that I was excited to have. And I found energized me after I was having them. When you're reading charts all the time, and I got to a point where I was reading eight hours a day, four days to five days a week, sometimes even six it's a draining thing. So you really start to, well, what I started to do was really see what types of readings felt really good for me. And I've always been a very, very ambitious person to a fault. Like I'm a workaholic, I will say, which we're healing and we're, we're doing all the work around, but I just loved talking about it. I came from corporate sales before I started my business as well. I have always been an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for, I just worked out actually, um, that I've been an entrepreneur for like almost 15 years in some way, shape or form. And so to me, it made so much sense. It was just one of those light bulb moments where it wasn't until I really started being in my business, helping people with their inner work, doing all of the self-love and the self-mastery and the self-discovery and all of that, that I realized I love talking about astrology in the context of career. It's the number one place that it's helped me the most. I mean, it's helped me in so many facets of my life, but it's just the part of astrology that I'm the most passionate about. And I think as well with like my background in corporate sales and business and being an entrepreneur in general, it just made so much sense. And it really was one of those light bulb moments that I started to dive into sort of on the back end, a little secretly with with clients who already trusted me and knew me. And I did that for about a year. And then, yeah, around February this year, we we fully transitioned into I'm your career astrology, babe. And that's what you come to me for. 
I fucking love that. Go get it, girl. What an original pathway that you've just kind of like, it's naturally unfolded for you. Like it's such a beautiful journey into just having something that lights you up. And I think we you know, in society right now, we're always looking outwards to be like, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? But I've actually in the last 12 months, I realized just coming back into Australia, I'm like, I have been the most chill person I've ever been in my life. And it's because I really found like my niche and who I want to serve. And so I think just listening to your journey, it's just been like, career astrology I would be so interested in like understanding more of like how that process works because I think for me if I had that like four years ago I might not have gone down so many different entrepreneurial like dead ends Mm, yeah and the other thing as well and like yes (laughs) totally agree because it wasn't until I started using my chart to help me build the astrology business that I had which I had a lot of success with pretty quickly. Um, I left my full-time job within nine months of launching that business publicly. So it was a pretty quick turnaround um, for the success of the business to come through. Yes, there was a lot of risks that I took and, you know, I, I made sure that I could do that. It's not as like, oh my God, it blew up. And then I just did it. It's definitely not that story. But when I look at it in hindsight, yeah, it was because I had that deep alignment and that knowledge of just some sort of way to understand my own internal compass. Like I say to everybody, look, astrology isn't for everyone. It's a beautiful tool that you can engage in to help you navigate your own desires. That's what it is. It's not about putting you in a box. I am so against that. (laughs) It's not about putting you in a box. It's not about telling you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Mm. It's literally a tool for self-reflection, self-awareness. I like to call self-full, self-mastery to help you understand your desires and why you have them. And in my experience with myself and with hundreds, if not thousands Mm. of clients at this point is that it helps you give yourself the permission to follow through on those desires. Cause you do have this external thing that says, Oh my God, yes, that's how Mm. I feel. That's what I want. And I built my business around that my original Mm. first just astrology business. And then when I made the shift into career astrology and spiritual business coaching specifically, I looked at my chart again for my branding, Mm. for my, um, for how to earn, uh, where my abundance is, where my prosperity is, you know, it, it helps me uh, develop courses and content. Like there's, there's so many ways in which I use it because it's just this beautiful tool for, for self-awareness, self-reflection and, and self-mastery. Mm. And so when you say you're reading your chart for listeners that don't understand really what that means, what's on this chart and how does it kind of like do you create it like an astrologist specifically creates it around that specific person? So your natal chart is what you're going to go off. And mm-hmm. so that is created with your birth time, your birth place and your birthday, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to grab those pieces of information. You put them into a beautiful little calculator that you can find on astro.com. There's plenty of them out there. Um, but 
you pull that up and it spits out a chart. So essentially what that chart is, is it's a picture of what was happening literally, not metaphysically or spiritually or on an abstract level, literally in the sky when you were born. So where the sun was, where the moon was, where Jupiter was, where everything was. And so that's going to spit out and it looks like a wheel. So in that wheel, you've got 12 houses, which are like these quadrants. They look like pizza pieces, I like to call them. Um, They represent the areas of your life. Then you have all of the zodiac signs. So you have every single zodiac sign. Mm -hmm. And then you have, which is 12 of them. And then you have um, all the planets and a couple of asteroids as well. They'll also spit out. And so essentially the planets are like functions. So for example, Mercury is how you communicate. Venus is um, how you value and how you earn. Um, Mars is how you take action. And so we can look at these through a functional perspective and then see the archetype, which is the sign, Mm -hmm. and see what sign is ruling that planet. And then you can see, okay, well, if I embody Aries energy, because my Mars is in Aries, that's how I'm here to take action. And then we can see even further and look into the houses and go, okay, well, there's a certain area of my life that my soul has came, has come here from a spiritual perspective, has come here to take action, to learn, to move forward, to move the needle. So when I'm feeling stuck in my business, <laughs> I'm going to look at that Mars placement and go, okay, how can I be more for me? It's in Leo. How can I be more Leo? Then we can look at those archetypes and see how you can engage in more of that behavior. And what I've found is that that alignment is what has helped me, yes, satisfy my own desires, but we are talking about astrology here. It allows me to be in momentum with abundance because if we look at the chart from a spiritual perspective it's what your soul came here to be mm-hmm. it's your purpose your whole chart is your purpose um and there are parts of the chart where you can look into it and say okay this is more of a career placement more of a money placement more of a uh, creativity placement but i believe that if we can look at our what i've found is that if we look at our charts through the lens of I'm here to be my purpose and I'd like to earn through doing that, which I feel like everybody has that desire. The more you lean into your chart, which evidently is your truth. I've never done a reading for anyone where they're like, "Mm, that doesn't really hit. (laughs) I'm never telling people that like information they don't already know. I'm Mm. only ever telling them stuff that they already feel. And it tends to be, and always is 100% of the time, to be honest, a more affirming experience than an enlightening one. Um, people aren't learning new information. They're, they're solidifying what they already feel, mm. which makes it this really powerful tool for alignment. Um, and yeah, I like to look at it from a spiritual perspective, but I also like to see it really pragmatically mm. because we define astrology, not the other way around. I always say this, actually, your listeners might like this, but astrology is just the study of patterns, like Mm -hmm. investing, like stocks. Like it's literally just imagine if stocks had happened for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. That's the information that we're going off with astrology. It's literally like crypto. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's it's the same sort of thing, you know, goes off that same sort of premise. So 
astrology doesn't define us. We define astrology. And so that's why our desires are important to stand first. And then we use this as a tool to just help us get into deeper alignment with what our soul came here to be, whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's amazing. That's so beautiful. Now, I actually have a, this question popped up in my head while you were talking. When you started getting into astrology and reading charts, did you then look at your partner's chart and be like, hmm, let us like, let me dive into that. Are we compatible? <laughs> like, did you ever do that? Like, are you that? I'm always that girl that's like, if I start seeing one, I'm like, so what star sign are you? <laughs> okay, so I have a red hot take that compatibility, as we know, compatibility is just like a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like it's a whole bunch of bullshit. It's um, there's, there's this thing in astrology called a composite chart. So if you actually wanted to look at your astrological compatibility, you wouldn't be looking at whether like Leo's and Aquarius's work together, right? You Damn would be it. looking at your chart, their chart, the chart of, the time of when you met and you'd be looking at it from not a perspective of is this good or is this bad, but how do these energies work together? Mm. So true astrology doesn't actually ever talk about compatibility in the way that we see it. Um, It's just like pop culture and a bit of fun, I think, when we see those sorts of things. And I'm all for that, right? In saying that, did I look at my partner's chart? 100% I looked at his chart. But I look at all charts um, and particularly anybody that I have dated from that perspective of going, okay, what is this person here to accomplish? Um, what is their purpose? What does their soul come here to, to um, step into? And how does my chart positively and maybe not so much negatively, but where are the strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. between some of these placements that I'm seeing? Um my partner that I do have now, obviously, um, when we first started dating, our first date, he asked me, like, so what do you do? And I said, I'm an astrologer. And I said, so what do you do? And he said, well, um, I'm a scientist. <laughs> and so um, turns out that we can all coexist because we are still together. It's almost three years in. Um, and I... I mean, I knew he was the one because he, I like, didn't push it on him. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, whatever. Like, we'll talk about something else. And he was like, oh, like, can you read my chart for me? And I was like, yes, absolutely. What is your birth time? Um, and so we actually did that on our first date. So that's kind of a, a cute story. But um, yes, I think it is worth definitely looking up, um, you know, what your partner's chart is and, and not looking at it from a sense of is this good or bad? Because that's just not how astrology works. It's really about mm. how do these two energies work together and getting some awareness around, you know, um, how two energies work together, as I said, but I also do this like, um, and something I play around with a lot is like compatibility, even between like you and your business or you and an employer. So you can look at compatibility, not just from like a love perspective, but Mm. I like to kind of flip that on its head and, and help entrepreneurs. Yeah. Scale higher, understand their relationship to their business. Cause I think you could probably agree with this. Your podcast, for example, it, it kind of feels like this separate entity that you serve, right? It's this, mm-hmm. it's this thing that is yes, an extension of you, but still separate nonetheless. And so what is the relationship between your podcast's birth chart and your birth chart or your business's birth chart and your birth chart? So it can be really fun when you start to look at it from that perspective too. I love that. I think that's like really powerful. And I could see how 
understanding, especially an employee or a colleague or someone you've hired, their motives and understanding really what their purpose is in life and how that chart is kind of like, you know, created them in a way. And looking that from a perspective of like, how can we coexist in this relationship is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I think it's so important. I mean, it's another reason why I love astrology is because it just really brings you back to compassion <laughs> for other people that yeah. everybody's going through different things and, you know, you know, Mercury retrograde is upon us right now. And I always say to like my clients or even my audience, like Mercury retrograde is a moment for you to remember that astrology is here to give you compassion because wherever Mercury is hitting you in your chart, it's going to be hitting somebody else in theirs. And if they're not conscious of that, it's still happening to them, but they don't know that. So maybe just like lead with a little bit more kindness, be a little bit more clear with your communication and don't get angry at the IT guy as often as you <laughs> maybe used to because all the tech's down, you know what I mean? So it's just this this moment for us to help us relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's true compatibility because again, we never want to be disempowering. We never want to be like, I'm not dating you because you're a Leo. You know, mm-hmm. like I've only like literally dated Aquariuses and Capricorns. That's it. Every single person I've dated has been born within a month of each other. I mean, I could have totally been like, I'm not dating anybody like that. And then I met my partner being like, you're a Capricorn, see ya. No, of course not. I'm not going to do that. Like he has this, you know, beautiful Libra rising, Libra moon. And like, there's so much more that we can like connect on. And as, and as well as this, we're so much more than just our sun signs. So there's so Mm. much more to us than just one star sign where we're all such multifaceted beings. And so whether it's an employee or yeah, you want to see what's happening with the person that you're dating, um, let it be a moment of exploration rather than a moment of judgment. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, if I judged me and my current partner's star sign, like we are like not compatible at all. So it was actually really What's your sign? So I'm Taurus and he's Aquarius. Okay. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily bad. I mean, sure, maybe some astrologers out there will tell you that that's like not a vibe. But to me, Aquarius is so airy, like it has so many bright ideas and big, bold, like uh, very opinionated, very much like wants to like uh, very futuristic, very forward thinking, whereas Taurus is really grounded and in the moment and wants peace and pleasure and beauty and slowness and um, consideration. So to Mm -hmm. me, I feel like there's so much, there's so much beauty that you could learn from each other. You know, there's that push um, from that Aquarian energy. And then there's that, that pause um, that's really important specifically for a relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. um, with that Taurus energy. So Again, like there are no bad matches. It's just about finding the beauty. It's funny you said that because I feel like it's actually the opposite. I'm the push and he's the pause. So we actually are very two, very different souls. And I feel like even when I read the star sign, I was like, oh, like I kind of see it, but then I kind of don't. But it really like we are complete opposites, but balances each other out completely. Like I think I, I think if I had someone like me, we would both be competing and like, it would just be too much. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's not to say that Aquarius can't slow down or be grounded and Tauruses can't 
take mm. quick action or anything like that, right? But we have to remember that you're the you're you are who you are. You're your own chart and you've got a rising sign and a million other things going on too. So what you're mm. feeling and what you're resonating with might be what we call your DC, which is who you are in relationships. So that's like a whole other part of your chart. So you might be really outwardly ambitious and all these sorts of things. And there's probably parts of your chart that maybe lend to that. Um, But at the end of the day, your Taurus energy must have a... Taurus just wants to be creative, right? Mm -hmm. Taurus just wants to um, have beauty and... Uh, a sense of certainty. It makes a lot of sense that you work with money because Taurus is literally the ruler of money. Mm. It's all about money and finances and um, value is really important. So value, like as in like fiscal value, valuables, material items, that's all Taurus stuff. So it makes a lot of sense that this is something that you do, but I would beg to say that you're probably not this person that you are here right now when you're with when you're with them. So you're going to be different yeah. versions of yourself, of course, right? So, true. so yeah, it's it's awesome that you can, you know, create all of these things and share in your passions and, and you know, that person can expand you and, and support you and invite you into a pause, particularly like your, like your Taurus energy needs. I mean, who knows where Taurus is in their chart? There's so much that goes into it, right? Mm, it's so interesting. And on your show, Abracadabra, I mm-hmm. saw a podcast around manifestation and particularly money manifestation. Mm-hmm. How does that coincide with astrology? Like how do those yeah. two synergies work together? So with money, when we look at it from, let's look at it from like a spiritual perspective first. So when we talk about money, we hear in the zeitgeist all the time, like, you've got to believe it and, I don't know, like, raise your vibration to all the things, <laughs> right? And I think that that's really great. And I think you can repeat the I am rich mantra all you want. Every dollar I spend comes back to me. And all these beautiful mantras. I think they're really great. But if astrology helps us get into alignment, how can we ever truly receive if we're not ready to receive, if we don't know how to receive, if we don't know how to, where to put our energy to get the greatest return on our investment, if we don't know our strengths and we don't know where our weaknesses are, then it can be really hard to earn, right? And create wealth and then once you've got it, I mean, sustaining it and then making it work for you. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, right? So there's these placements in our chart that, that talk about money. One of them being Venus. So Venus is the planet of value, what we value. And that is, yes, self-love and um, self-worth. And that is important, you know, when you're manifesting um, to believe that you deserve the thing that you want. But if you're not... The way I see it is manifestation requires aligned action at the same time. You can't just be like, I feel like I'm a coach and so pay me. Like, that's just not how it works. So you need to be taking aligned action and astrology helps you understand, well, if you're Venus, so my mind, for example, my Venus is in Aries. So 
I know that when I lean into that Aries energy, when I earn, the chart tells me that's how you're going to um, be the most magnetic, when we talk about manifestation terms, magnetic to wealth, right? When I think about earning and how I want to earn, leaning into my Venus placement is just one of many ways that you can do that. So Aries helps. It is all about taking action. It's about doing the damn thing. It's not about worried about crossing T's, dotting I's. I know that as soon as I stepped into running my own business, being a leader, um, even my job in corporate sales, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. I basically just bamboozled them in the interview and they gave me the job. I just said, yes, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I just figured it out (laughs) once I got in there. Whenever I've done that in my life, I've earned well. And so when I looked at that placement, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. The moment that I get fearless and I jump and I don't worry about having all the hows and I just learn in the doing, mm. that is when I make the most money. And I, that's just true. Like within a year of having that, that role, I was 22 and I was earning six figures in a sales and I ended up being one of the best in the country at my job. Um, And I amassed great financial wealth during that time. Now, the thing about Aries energy is it's not worried about dotting I's and crossing T's. So you best believe that I had some stuff I had to work around with that in maintaining my wealth, in not spending all of my wealth, because I like Mm -hmm. to spend in the same way. (laughs) I like (laughs) to just drop cash, go like I'm I'm that's something that I've had to heal in -hmm. my life. And so that same placement shows me where I can change my actions to manifest more money and where I can lean in to what's already working for me to make more money as well. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it's it's super interesting because it's like finding out more about you has then been able to have this like real deep clarity of what I'm understanding of like, well, then you kind of need to check yourself when you're in that moment, right? So when manifesting money, it's like, well, where does that actually lie in my journey of life? Like who, what, yeah, it kind of brings up those different things that A, you might need to work on or B, you might not even have been aware of it because we're so in the motion of doing in the 21st century. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, when it comes to money, particularly with women, it's so new for us, right? Like, that's why like I said yes to this because I was like this sounds like a fucking vibe like I am all for financial literacy for women like we don't know what like we just we're not taught right like we're all not taught especially women (laughs) like we just we've only been in the workforce for less than 100 years we haven't even been able to have our own bank accounts for like 50 years we couldn't buy our own houses until like the 70s in some countries like this is so new and so I just have found that along with the practical right along with the work that people like you do I think it's so important that we look at our relationships to money what we've been taught and what's happened through nurture 
but also our nature. And that's really where astrology comes in is it's like you have an energetic power around earning money a particular way. It doesn't mean that there's only one way for you to do it. And unfortunately, it's not that simple. (laughs) I wish that it was. Um, But it helps you get creative and again, tap back into what you want and use this as a tool to go, okay, that makes sense. When I just like said yes and figured out how to do it later, that's when my wealth came through. You know, before that mm-hmm. job, I was $25,000 in debt. I did not come from money, like at all. You know, we didn't, my, my particular family did, did okay, but my parents lived outside their means. They had a failed business. Mm-hmm. Um, they both come from, like, they're both children of immigrants. Um, mm-hmm. My dad grew up in public housing. My mom grew up in a house of, like, all different relatives, like, Do you know what I mean? Like, I do not come from wealth at all. I had no idea how to save. My parents have never saved a day in their life. My parents can't retire. They don't have super. You know what I mean? Like, I don't come from any of that. And so I can look at that placement and go, okay, I have, well, what it helped me do was it helped me go, okay, I have the ability to change, to shift, to innovate my story around money. I know that I can trust myself through the process of learning to say yes and figure it out later. And it's also a placement that helped me go, I need to heal from living outside my means. You know, mm. like what we were modeled, like it, it, it reflects all this shit back to us so that we can go and do the practical work because all mm. this information is really great. But if you don't know what to do from there, it doesn't matter. Which is why I love melding the spiritual and the practical. And I can now bring in the wisdom that I've had from working in corporate sales, running my own business, being an entrepreneur with the spiritual stuff. I'm like, I just, I love being like, okay, cool. This is all great information, (laughs) but now let's figure out how you're going to, how you're going to actually do this thing. Um, Let's put the chart to the side now and, and work with this information. And I love that. I think it's it's beautiful that I mean we can we can talk about it all day, but until we yeah. take that inspired action, as you said, we're really not integrating anything in. So when yeah. you started changing, you, you saw that pr- perspective with your money story. What action did you then take? Oh my god, so many! <laughs> oh my god, so many! So. Um... The first one was realizing uh, that I didn't have to live like that, that I needed to get educated. Um, And I think what was really powerful for me is I ended up working for a luxury brand, which was in my sales job. I don't know why. I I always like tend to like not say their name, but I'm like, why am I doing that? Um, I I worked for Mercedes Benz. So I worked for a really high, like you're watching millions of dollars come across your desk every day. Um, and so I asked questions, I asked questions to other salespeople who had been in the game for a really long time and were investing and were, were, you know, doing all their things and, and buying property. And I mean, I was not in the place to do that, but as I said, I was trying to still get, get rid of my 25 K and credit card debt at the time, but I was watching people. And for a long time, it was reading books 
and not actually doing anything, but mm-hmm. just invest, like ingesting the information. I just was a sponge, mm-hmm. whether it was looking at how somebody financed a car or looking at mm-hmm. how, fi- like how that even worked, um, mm-hmm. looking at profit margins. I didn't know what a profit margin was before I stepped into that. So all of this stuff, just being in that energy and then also being around people who had a lot of wealth, mm-hmm. I would ask the customers, you know, so what do you do? And how did you start that business? And I would just ask mm-hmm. them and you're creating rapport. People, believe me, people who buy Mercedes Benz, they want to tell you about their money. <laughs> so yeah, like, you know I just asked. I love about that so much is like, it's such a simple thing. Like you, you're like, I just asked, but it's so funny, especially with when it comes to investing money and women, we don't seem to have the confidence to open up this dialogue. There seems to be, you know, we've have this ingrained pattern that money is a taboo subject that we should not speak about. It should be like locked away and we don't bring that up. And I think that's so powerful of you just saying like, I started asking questions and I think even I think we're so embarrassed and we're trained to be like, oh, we should have the answers. We should Google it. No, girl, like let's start opening up that dialogue and just having that curiosity. I think I love that you said that because it is it's so true. I do want to note like the privilege that I had of, of, of being in that space because I had, I was, I was positioned in a way where asking those questions wasn't, uh, it was easier because I was in a sale with them talking about their capacity. Okay. Can you purchase this? Can you not? How much capacity do you have? How much money do you not have? You know, I was in a space where we were talking about that stuff. So Yes, it was a very privileged position, but I was asking questions that they weren't, that the average sales consultant was not asking. And I used it as like a way to build rapport because I figured, well, if they feel like I'm interested in them and I'm like, want to learn from them, then they'll like me and then they'll probably buy from me. And it worked (laughs) because I was interested in them. So to me, I was like, they're telling me to build rapport. So I'm going to just ask them questions. I mean, I had so many people come past my desk, people who were lawyers, people who were just like entrepreneurs, models, uh, like social media people. We had some, um, we had, I remember a girl who was like 22 who started like an e-commerce brand. I, the name is escaping me now, which one, but it was a massive one. And she bought like her and her dad and her brother all G-Wagons. And so I was like, let me ask you shit. Like, you know what I mean? And she was younger than me. Like she was way younger than me. I remember talking to her dad. I talked to her brother. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like just gassing them up. And I was yeah. like, tell me everything, you know? And I, I, I literally just asked questions like, and just asked them about themselves. I didn't ask like, how did you make that money? I asked mm-hmm. like, how did you grow your business? What did you have to overcome? Like, what was the hardest part in the beginning? You know, mm. or I would just be like, you know, I just ask them questions. This is what I would do. And then from there, I did get mentorship. I'll, mm. I'll be completely transparent. I mean, I invested in coaches mm. at the beginning of my business right off the bat. Um, when I was wanting to build my business, I knew I wanted to build a business. I had no fucking idea how to build a business Mm. online specifically. That was a new space for me. So Mm. I got educated and I put, like I paid to play. Mm. I invested in 
my business. I was lucky that I, and I invested, you know, what, what I, what I had, I used my day job as an investor in my business. That's mm-hmm. how I saw it. I saw, okay, I'm going to go here, earn money mm-hmm. so that I can invest it back into this business that I want to run. And so because I had that clarity around wanting to run my own business, I, yeah, could ask those questions and um, hire the right mentors and the right people and the right coaching and get into the right courses and the right masterminds and the right communities to mm-hmm. help me do that thing. I, I was in a money membership for a while. I um, also talked to people who had similar um, stories to me mm-hmm. who maybe came from sing- similar backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I looked for commonalities between me and somebody else and I wanted that somebody else to have what I wanted and as soon as I saw that I found ways to get into the room with them get into close proximity with them Mm -hmm. so that I could learn how they healed and see if that applied to me along with yes a lot of therapy and a lot of um you know reiki and a lot of like a lot Mm -hmm. of shit that I did but it was just dedicated I was dedicated to changing the story Um, I would be damned if I would carry on this, the the same behavior. I I am changing the story for my family. Um, and it's cool. I love that. It's beautiful that you change. Like I literally studied NLP for the same reason. I never thought I was going to go into a coaching at all. I was like, Mm -hmm. I know that my behaviors and my patterns are from my childhood trauma. And I wanted to see something out for my future family. And I love that. I feel like we all have this own little journey that, that, that personal development journey. And my mom actually is now going through hers. And that's awesome. Yeah, it was like the, literally two days ago, she she called me and she goes, Ella, I want to stop. She's had issues with like drinking and stuff like that. And she's like, I don't want to drink anymore. She goes, I, I really just want to go down this spiritual journey. And she's she's only 45, so she's a young mama. Um, My mom's and, only 50, so I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm so That's excited awesome. for you. It's just like, I feel like when you dive into this healing self-development journey, you then come to these beautiful places like where you are right now. And you're like, I just want to share this with people because it has changed my whole world. Oh, it's changed everything. And, you know, I think my thing is like, I'll be damned if my daughter goes through, has the same thing. And it's not to say that my parents didn't do an incredible job. Obviously Mm -hmm. they fucking did. I'm out here feeling like I'm capable of doing all this stuff. Like, They did their job, you know, to make sure that I felt like I was resourceful and had the ability, but we're all healing. Like there's so much to to be said about generational trauma Mm. and, and all we can do is do the healing work that we're here to like, just do our own healing work Mm. so that the next generation has the best shot and that they do that and they'll still have to heal shit and then they'll do even better because I just feel like money in the hands of women, success, abundance, all of that. We need that in the world right now. Like I'm a pretty hardcore feminist. Like I, we need to switch it up for a bit. Yeah. Like let's just, let's just see how we go. If we just like change, (laughs) change it over for a while. Like, 
it's so important, which is why I share my income on social media. Mm. I don't do it to gloat. I do it to show you guys that it's possible to show anybody that crosses my path that it is possible. If it triggers Mm. you, good. Let that be the trigger that, that puts you on your journey. I, yeah. I understand if you're triggered. I, I totally get it and I have empathy for you. And if that's too much for you, mute me. Come back when you're ready. Like, but if we don't, if there's not people like us out there talking about money, wealth, business, we, <laughs> women weren't running their own business, like aren't running their own businesses. Like this is new. Mm. This is so new. Um, and it shouldn't be, we shouldn't be an anomaly. And thankfully I feel like millennials were really changing that. Mm. Um, and it's really exciting, but there is healing that has to take place. Um, Mm. and it's really, really important because if you're not healed, it's hard to sell. It's hard to hold the money. Mm. You know, you'll have the people pay in full, even if you're the greatest seller in the world, but you won't know how to invest it or you won't know how to sustain Mm. it. Um, and so it's about getting educated and healing and getting educated and then healing and getting educated and then healing. And it's, it is the contribution that we all need to have to the world. Like it's, it's creates a ripple effect. Like Mm. it's so important. And I think that a lot of people don't see that particularly women in business. They just think it's about, I don't know. We just think it's about the now and it's, we've got to get the money for this month or, me and my family, but what that ripples towards is like, it's astronomical. And so Mm. it's exciting to be a part of. I love that. And what are you, what are you most excited now that you've really come into your own in a career astrology? What, what is next for jazz? Like, what are you looking forward to for the end of the year? Oh God, so much. I feel like I had a lot of plans for this year. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of them didn't pan out. Um, And so right now, what I'm building and I'm excited about is letting my business hold me, Mm. like reaping the benefits of what I've actually built. And you know, I'm 29. I'm, I'm looking at, and this is why, you know, I'm excited to have this conversation because, you know, investing is something I'm really, you know, we're really as, you know, a family, you know, we're, we're looking at becoming a family and, you know, um, purchasing our first property for us to, you know, live in and, you know, investing all of that sort of stuff is stuff that I'm actually really excited about. And I am excited to, expand with more passive income. I'm excited to see what impact that allows me to create through Mm. earning passively. Um, And I'm excited to stand in my own authority and yeah, let my work speak for itself and hold me so that I can create the family and the home that I want with my with my business. Mm. You know, for so long my business was this thing where I um poured myself into to be seen and to be heard and like built it off that. Whereas now the business is good and I'm excited to just deepen the authority that I have, continue to help people, find new ways to help and serve and impact more people, expand my wealth and and have my business hold me. 
um, mm. not the other way around. And that's really scary and exciting at the same time. Um, but it's, it's, there's so much there. I mean, I'd love to go into, I have plans, not I'd love to, we're planning of doing like physical products. Um, in-person retreats is a big thing that we're looking at Mm -hmm. doing. Um, all of that stuff, like growing our membership, our membership community is so powerful and important. Like, yeah, it's all really exciting, but it's all in the pursuit of me being held by my prosperity rather than me having to hold my prosperity, if that makes sense. It's kind of meta, but yeah. I love that. That's so powerful. And I feel like you should just take a moment to just absorb what you just said, because that's so powerful. Like I know in myself is like when you're building a business and you get to that space and you're like, oh my God, I can fucking take a deep breath and just know that my business has my back. Yeah. Like, this is what we work for, right? And I think I've had the habit, I've definitely had the habit in my life because this is my first, it's not that I've never had success before, because obviously I've had had success before, but not success that really hit my soul, Mm. you know? And so when you care about your business in a new way, or you care about your career in this way that you've never cared about before, because it feels so aligned, there's a lot of fear that can come up. You think that mm. you, oh my God, it can be gone in one minute. But mm. I've shown myself that I've built something that that's not going to happen with. And so it's about really leaning into that. Mm. Um, and you're right. I think sometimes I do have to just take a moment to just like remember those things. Cause I mean, I could work myself into, <laughs> I could work all day, every day, you know, and there's a million ideas that I have mm. and all those things, but we're simplifying, we're simplifying, we're elevating Um, and through that elevation comes this support that this entity gets to provide for my clients, for my team, for me. Um, and I get to just be grateful and continue to feed it and that's it. Mm. It gets to sustain its own life, which is really exciting. I am so excited to watch your journey and I am a hundred percent going to get a chart read. I just think- After having this conversation with you, I just feel like I do want to understand more about myself and I do want to find out when the person that I'm seeing was born so I can find out more about him. I just am so curious of just having that deeper understanding of myself, but also like I've just been doing so much kind of just like vision creating of like, where do I really see myself going and who do I want to become and where is that journey taking me? So I feel like this kind of aligns with yes, the questions totally. I've been asking myself. Totally. Cause with my career astrology readings, like they're my, um, they're like my one-off readings, right? So mm-hmm. there's no like long-term commitment or anything like that to work with me one-on-one with those one-off readings. What we do is we get into, and with all astrology readings, is we're getting into the feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So that vision, you can want, you're like, oh, yeah, like I want a Mercedes Benz and I want to have $100,000 months and I want to, I don't know, have 100,000 followers on Instagram and I want to have a house by the water. But in order to manifest those things and call that vision in, you have to know what feelings you're chasing. And so sometimes if we don't have real clarity on that, mm-hmm it can be hard. And so those are career astrology readings are going to help you sort of expand the possibilities of how you practically do that. Because I always say, don't attach yourself to those goals because if you're like, Oh, I just want to make $500,000 a year. You might miss the million dollar idea. 
because you're too worried about getting to the 500K, right? Because what if you could just surpass that? What if that's just like, so these numbers are all just arbitrary, right? So the career astrology is, yes, we look at how you can lean in practically, but we get creative with that because we've been able to have a look at the true desires underneath. And then we chat and coach through, you know, all that stuff. And and I help you put an action plan together. But that's why I love doing these career astrology readings. Cause it's just like something so pragmatic as your career. And you're supposed to have step by step. It becomes so much more powerful when you're chasing the feeling, not the money or the car mm-hmm. or the house or the whatever. And that's where we get to kind of sit in so that you can go and get the thing that you do want um, and usually it comes quicker because you're in alignment. That's how manifestation works. <laughs> yeah. And I so resonate with that. I think when I was 21, I had my first investment property, the relationship I thought I wanted, I'd traveled around the world and I was like, why am I not fucking happy? I just like, couldn't figure it out. And it took me yes. this like three year self-development journey to be like, oh, I get it now. Like I didn't fucking do the work. Like I had it all from an external perspective, but you know, it just Same. like, yeah, it, it, totally. Same. Had the boyfriend, the penthouse apartment in Sydney, rolling around in the Mercedes Benz, earning almost double. I think I was on like 175 grand a year at the end of it. Like I was earning on fucking great money, like cash in my, that's in my bank account. Like I was living it, but I was bored. I was mm-hmm. hung. Like I just, it was like, meh. Who cares? I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like saving to buy this property with him. And I was like, I don't even really like him. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, but you know, like, it's just, it's, it's all that. And so that's be- that's because you're just letting your ego go and you're not connected to the full desire. You're just keeping up with the Joneses. Literally. Like you're just, so that's why I, I love bringing the astrology into it. Cause we connect back to what you want, what you desire, the feeling that you want. Mm-hmm. And then we put the plan together. Let's, let's change the things in the business. Let's invest in this thing. Let's go here. Let's do that. Mm. You know, and I can, you know, help in that way. It's, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me sometimes when people just like, I look back, I'm like, why did I do it like that? That's so silly to just mm. like chase the, the title or the whatever. It's just like, of course I wasn't going to be fully satisfied because I wasn't intentional. You're always going to create something better when you're intentional. I know. And it's like that bird's eye view of just perception, you know, it's like perspective. And I'm just, I feel like as well as like, I thought there was something wrong with me. And I think that was the sad part is like, I've spoken about this so much on my social media was like, you don't know what you don't know at that time, which is okay. But it's like, are we actually taking the time anymore? And I feel like gone are the days of where we're actually even connecting with ourselves, because we're so much on social media, getting that instant gratification all the time. Yeah. Or we're worried about what our parents will say or our friends will think. If you all of a sudden decide to become an astrologer online in the middle of a pandemic and quit your fucking, like it's people thought my mom was like, are you, are you okay? Like people were like, this doesn't sound like a good idea, babe. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's probs not going to work out, you know? Yeah. And, and I remember, you know, having to have some really serious conversations of saying, do you trust me? I said to my mom, do you trust how you raised me? Do you believe that I really can do anything that I put my mind to? She was like, of course I do. I said, okay, well fucking get on the bus or get yeah. out of the way. 
which is what, something that she says to me all the time. You know, you need to tell people to either get on the bus or get out of the way. And so it's very much that. And I, I totally get that. We have fear of judgment. It's not easy to change, to be like, oh, I'm going to invest and oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, it's not, it's not easy. Mm. It's really not. But if you have the right support system and you're doing the inner work, and I always say like, like successful people have people in their corners for when they don't feel success, like they're going to be successful. They account for their fear. And so they have a therapist or a coach or a mentor or whatever, um, or a really great partner or, or a specific friend who is going to tell them, no, 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 you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Um, and it's just about surrounding yourself with those amounts of people, those people too. And, and in a high amount, as many as you can, because people will think you're crazy. They will <laughs> like, like, and you've got to be okay with that. Um, if you want to do things differently, then if you feel that, that dissonance between mm-hmm. who you are and, and what you want, it means shit's going to change. And it means that there's probably some comfortable, you're, you're in a comfort zone and there's people in that comfort zone and they're probably going to have opinions, but that's okay. Mm. Just show them. I love that. That's what I always say. <laughs> I fucking love that. I was like, I'm like, yeah, watch. Yeah. Watch. Watch. Because you'll I'm... probably be coming to me for advice soon. And I'm... I'm telling you right now, they do every fucking time. Every fucking time. They'll be like, uh, so <laughs> how did you do that? Can I'm I like, get well, a quick chart reading up there? Yeah. Like, uh, you know? So it's, yeah, it's mm. it's powerful and, and you get mm. to... It, it does take courage and bravery, but mm. it's also vulnerability too. So, yeah. Jazz, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. I just had so many light bulb moments in this and I'm really excited to watch your journey and I'm going to link your social, the Star Society below for anyone who wants to dive deeper into career astrology. Jazz is your girl. I am. I am your girl. And yeah, come follow me. Come hang out. Um, The Star Society is my membership. So if you're someone who wants to be held in their inner work as you pursue all of your manifestations, your wild shit, it's basically a community full of women who are just out there manifesting wild stuff, calling in all the stuff that they want in their lives, in their careers. And we'd have that place for you to do your inner work and all of that beautiful stuff. Um, and then, yeah, there's all amazing ways that you could work with me, courses, one-on-one, all the things. So just go follow and catch the podcast and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, definitely come say hi and let, let me know if you're, if you're coming from, from here. Yay. Thank you, Jazz, for coming my, on the pod. My pleasure, babe. And, um, yeah, this was amazing. Thank you. I never take your ears for granted and I really do appreciate your support. If you liked this episode, please screenshot this and share it on Instagram or TikTok and tag us at investlikeagirl.io. Honestly, sharing this podcast out there means the world to me. Join our Facebook community if you're into supporting women in business and on their own journey to become financially free. I love you so much. Have the most amazing afternoon and I'll see you in the next episode.